What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. How's everyone doing this week? Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. You I can mean, probably tell. I feel yeah. like you have morning voices. We, uh, yeah. we found it difficult to find a time to record together this week. So we're testing out recording before work. Not sure if this is going to become our regular thing, but we figured, (laughs) yeah, figured it's good to try. And so try we will. Here we are. It's 742 on a a Friday. (laughs) I think that's, we really set ourselves up for failure by doing it on a Friday. (laughs) And I have a meeting at nine. So So, let's do it. Here we go. (laughs) Um, this week we are doing a fun little just winter kind of festive holiday themed episode and it is our winter slash Christmas bucket list and then we're also going to talk over a few things that we are asking for this year on our lists so that if you are still struggling to put together your list, you can add some of our ideas if people are hounding you, asking what you want and you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... This is your one-stop Christmas and winter shop. I'm excited to get into it. Yes, and we did a fall version of this, like a fall bucket list, and you guys seemed to like it. So we might, who knows, maybe make it a seasonal thing. That's fun. (laughs) So let's jump into our segments, starting with the week in review. I literally like can tell I have morning voice. But <laughs> nothing I can Maybe do. we'll sound raspy. Maybe we'll sound like, fun. Yeah. Love Trendy. it. <laughs> so for my week in review, we're recording this right in the beginning of December, but just kind of looking back at the last couple weeks of November, I feel like the last two weeks especially were just really great for me. Um, I took some time off, as you guys know. It was like the most significant time off I've taken since I've been in this Mm -hmm. job. And even at that, I still only used five days vacation time because of how like Thanksgiving and stuff worked. So um, I really just was able to unplug. Like I feel like people have been asking me like, oh, how was Florida? Like what did you do? And I literally have like nothing to show them. Like I took so few pictures. I took like no videos. Like I just was really not on my phone much. So I – yeah. And that's – I feel like that's unusual for me because even if I – I like taking pictures. Like I like having memories and stuff. So I don't know. I just really – it's also a place that I've been before Um, just for some background. It's like my family's place in Florida. So it wasn't like a new place. We weren't really like exploring. We were literally just waking up, like going on a long walk, chilling at the beach, eating like just casual stuff. We like hardly left. The dream. So yes, it was very nice. And we also were in New York before that, as you guys heard if you listened to the last episode. So It was just a really fun couple of weeks, Um, and I feel like I could maybe talk about this more in another episode because, like, I don't have it, like, scripted in my brain eloquently yet, but basically what I'm trying to get at is I felt like work, like, could and did continue without me, and I feel Mm. like I work on a really small team, and we haven't really been at the point where that was possible for a long time. Like, our work is really siloed, so, like everyone is just kind of in charge of their one area. And if they happen to be out, that area is basically just on hold. It wasn't like we could absorb other people's duties just because like nobody had that capacity. And I don't ever want to like put stress on other people I work with, but I think um, it was nice knowing like, hey, like things won't crash and burn if you happen to leave, which like I know is not a good mindset or like if you happen to take a couple days off. But yeah. but just, you know, good to know because it was the first time I really tested that on a large scale. So yeah, anyway, true. that's it for me. Well, I'm happy that that is the takeaway because I know that was something that stressed you out a lot. So hopefully it allowed you to really rest and relax and feel better about like all of that and everything at work. Um, But for my week in review, I do want to talk about my Spotify wrapped. Uh, this is the best time of year. I love Spotify wrapped. And fun fact, this is actually the first year that I have my own Spotify wrapped because I was sharing I was an account that. with my brothers. Uh, so about a third of our wrapped would be my like younger brother's music. A third of it would be my older brother's and a third of it would be mine. So it was never like 
as exciting, I guess. So I'm talking about it because it's the first time I've ever had like one of my own, at least for a really long time. So just to go over like the basics, my top artist was Taylor Swift, of course, my mother. Um, <laughs> and my top song from Taylor Swift was Ivy. Of course, it's the best one. Don't try to argue otherwise. Argue with the wall if you disagree. And then my second artist was Olivia Rodrigo. Third was Harry Styles. Fourth was Doja Cat, which kind of like threw me for a loop. But you know what? Planet Her slapped. It was such a good album. (laughs) And I definitely was listening to it on repeat. So congrats, Doja. You're sitting there. And then Casey Musgraves obviously was fifth because, again, my, my mother um, and then my top song was Levitating by Dula Peak, I was kind of surprised by that. Oh, I love that song. Love it. It's so good. Um, it was the remix version with DaBaby, which DaBaby is kind of like, mm, he said some questionable things in the past. So I don't love DaBaby, but that song slaps. And then my second one was Thought Shit, which was the one that surprised me the most. But if I'm being honest, in 2021, that was my hype up song. Like, if I was ever, like, in a bad mood or just needed to, like, feel better, I was like, I want to listen to Thought Shit. Uh, And I apparently needed that a lot this past year. So I love that. And then Jealousy, Jealousy, and Good For You off of Sour for three and four. And then Heat Waves by Glass Animals was number five. So, yeah. It's always interesting, like, when people's top artist is not any of their top songs. I was so surprised. I don't understand that. I guess it's because you listen to a ton of different songs by her it must that must be it like that's how the logic works right like because yeah but I don't know it's hard to think about though (laughs) I'm fairly certain that when you get your top song playlist from Spotify it puts it in order of like your most listened songs and I'm pretty sure that Ivy was number six so like she was almost there she was almost there I just needed some hype up a bit more and obviously I wasn't surprised the two Olivia Rodrigo songs came out I had the album on repeat when it came out um, and then a pro tip that I just figured out, and this may, like, you might be like, Kylie, everyone knows that you can do this, but I did it. Um, if you have songs in your 2021 uh, playlist or any, like, curated playlist that you didn't make, uh, you can actually hide them. Because I had uh, All Too Well, the non-re-recorded version on my top one, and Wildest Dreams, the non-re-recorded version. And I was like, well, I don't really want to listen to these when there's a Taylor's version out there. Like, that's like the whole point of her re-recording them yeah. so that people don't listen to the old ones. Uh, but I was like, but I don't want to not listen to my like Spotify playlist because I'm afraid that on shuffle, like they're going to come up. You can actually, if you click the little three dots next to the song, there's an option to hide the song and then it just won't play. So obviously the reason I'm doing it is very niche. It's very Swifty. Uh, but if you like are the type of person that like went through a breakup in the last year and you have like a bunch of sad songs randomly on your playlist from that and you're like I don't really want to be reliving that time of my life you can hide those songs and then listen to any other ones that are on that playlist that you actually did enjoy and want to remember so thought that was very useful that's a good tip um yeah I didn't know that about I would probably find that more useful with like other curated playlists like there's some that I find and I'm like most of these are fire but some of them I don't like so yeah love that um, and another thing for Spotify wrapped is I've heard, I don't know if this is like officially confirmed by Spotify, but word on the street is that they cut off, like yeah. they no longer record your data on listening after like end of October, which I guess makes sense because yeah. like they need some time to like throw this together. Um, so if you're like surprised that something's not on there, that might be why that's kind of how I felt. I'll just yeah. run through mine really quick while we're on the topic. But I was really shocked that none of the songs from Chelsea's uh, When I Close My Eyes album were on there. But I think it's because it came out in November. I just felt like I listened to it enough that it would have made it. Um, yeah, that's how I was with the Red re-recording. Yeah, so songs on there a lot of people yeah. feel that way. So mine were – my top artists were Noah Kahan, Quinn92, Chelsea Cutler – Nova Moore. And we actually both had Casey Musgraves as number five, which is kind of Yeah, funny. which is funny. <laughs> we're seeing her next month. Yeah. <laughs> An equal amount of love for her. <laughs> and then my top songs were, this is random, Sleep While I Drive by Quinn. Like, I don't even know that I was that surprised. Song. <laughs> That's your number one song of 2021. Yeah. I was like, okay, I think it's go I, I have it on a lot of different playlists for, like, mm. travel, like, for, like, my commuting playlist and, like, my, like driving playlist and so I guess it just comes up a lot but I don't know mm-hmm. weird and then Maine by Noah Kahan Cynic by Noah Kahan Look How Far We've Come by Quinn and SOS Classic. by Quinn so my top songs were all Quinn and Noah Quinn Kahan and Noah. 
But oh, what a king. Have you seen those people that like post the the minutes they've listened and it's like literally more it's like longer than the year is? Like have you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I saw this on Spotify. Apparently they like don't always end a song when you ended listening to it. Like they'll just assume you listened to the whole song. So that's why it's weird. But anyway. Oh, interesting. That's what I heard. Wow. Love Spotify wrapped though. Honestly, like a genius. Yeah concept whoever came up with that at spotify deserves a raise because oh, they really yeah. have the whole world at yeah their fingertips on this, i love so. it so much it's the best it's exciting i saw a lot of design critiques though like a lot of people were like what is this like from a design perspective like especially yeah, the, was... um, the like bar chart the bar graph one where it showed you like your genres and it was like all squishy font like um, that was yeah, a little strange yeah, yeah. Mo- but, and one of my genres was like modern alternative rock and thank yeah. god they had like the little label that comes next to it because I was staring at it like I I couldn't tell you a single letter that's in there let alone what the genre is the genres were funny though like contemporary yeah, country weird. I was like what is that yeah Casey but, Musgraves I guess yeah I guess all right let's move into our favorites So I think we're both talking about books this week. So we're giving you yeah. three books. And yeah. mine are two that I read while I was in Florida. So the first one is The Guest List by Lucy Foley. And it's a kind of like a mystery book, which I guess I'm not super into that genre. But I did like this book. And I thought it was interesting the way it was written. Mm. It was almost – it sort of reminded me of um, People We Meet on Vacation with like the way that they did chapters, except the chapters were all from someone else's perspective. So it was like, Mm. it takes place at a wedding on basically like a, I don't want to say deserted island, but like a harsh island in like the Irish Isles. (laughs) And um, there ends up being, you know, this quite early on, like the first page, there ends up being a murder at the um, wedding. And so the whole time you are hearing from different people's perspectives at different times of the night, like what's going on on their side um, and everyone has secrets and it like isn't super clear like what the outcome is going to be. So I thought it was very interesting. I, it was kind of slow to start because there's a lot of like level setting of like what the situation is and like what everyone's background is and like what their relationship is with other people. But the second like or I guess I would say like the last third was like can't put it down. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And I will say, though, I struggle personally with um, a lot of like Celtic and Irish names, just knowing how to pronounce them. Um, cause I, so I find myself having to like Google throughout the book, like <laughs> how to pronounce things right. Because you know how, like a lot of times the Celtic letters, like aren't how we would pronounce stuff. Yeah. Now. Um, so just keep that in mind. But <laughs> the other book that I wanted to recommend is called in five years by Rebecca, I guess it's Searle or Surly. Um, and this was, this came out, I think this year, but I've seen, it's been pretty popular. Um, and basically it's about, it takes place in like the modern era it's actually an attorney that lives in new york city and is the main character and she basically has like a premonition of her life in five years and doesn't like it and so like throughout the book she's trying to figure out how to not end up in that place in five years and like obviously she's going through like all these different life changes and stuff in general and like piecing together exactly how that would happen so very interesting i also just related to the main character a lot like she's very like just a lot of the like thought process that that she had like very type A type thoughts like I felt like I related to a lot so I really liked it it was a really easy read like I read it in a day so if you're looking for something nice. light I mean I guess it's not honestly the subject matter is not super light like she does go through like some shit in the book but I don't know it was just easy to read like it was very um like common kind of language style and stuff so yeah those are my nice. my two recs I did read some other ones but those ones like were the standouts I wanted to recommend Nice. I'm pretty sure the guest list is on Book of the Month. So mm, I recommend. I'm getting that. So my favorite is also a book like Anya said, and it is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. So my Greek mythology bitches out there, pick up this book. And even if you're not super into Greek mythology, pick up this book. It is a retelling of the Iliad, which I never read the Iliad. I read the Odyssey in school. And I will say I kind of wish that I read like the Spark Notes Wikipedia summary of the Iliad because it took me a while to get through this book solely because there were a couple of times that I had to reread 
to be like, okay, wait a second. Like who's mad at who, who's fighting who, like, where are we in the timeline? I got a little lost along the way because obviously Greek mythology, like it can just be complicated like that. Um, and there's a lot of like time jumps and things like that in the book. So you kind of have to bear in mind, like what age they are, how long it's been. It's following like the Trojan war, um, and trying to get back Helen of Troy when she was taken from her husband. So yeah, but it follows the main plot line follows the romantic relationship between Achilles and Patroclus. And it was just one of those romance books that you're like, huh? I, as a human being, will probably never experience a love like that. Like, it's so (laughs) deep. Like that, and I, but I don't mean it in like a sad way. It's just like you're very aware that it's like a fictional love of like maybe it's idealized. Yeah, maybe it's not. Like maybe people do like feel this type of way, but it like every step of the way, I was like, it's so obvious how much these two characters love each other. Like it's unbelievable. And it's the only book in my reading journey since I've gotten back into reading that made me cry. Um, Mm. I sobbed at the end. And it's not even, it's actually like all things considered, not a spoiler, I guess it's not a spoiler, but like it isn't the saddest of endings. It could have been a sadder ending, I guess. But yeah, I like literally closed the book and was like sobbing and like walked over to my bookshelf crying to put it back on my bookshelf (laughs) and was like, okay. Um, and it's just, it's one of those ones that I actually texted Anya the day after I finished it. And I was like, I'm still thinking about it. And I, it's the first book that I've actually really wanted to reread. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge like rereader of books. I very, like, I value the feeling of reading a book for the first time and like, don't really want to like disrupt that or take away from that feeling. This is the first book that I'm like, I, now that I know the plot and I know I like can keep better track of all the characters and things like that, I do kind of want to reread it to like really just hone in on Achilles and Patroclus's relationship and not be so focused on like making sure I know where we are in the timeline in which with each respective character. But yeah, I loved it. Definitely read it. I feel like it would be interesting if you read the, you said it was based off the Iliad. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be interesting if you read that and then read the book again to like see more of the parallels because obviously like they're telling a story but I feel like when it's playing off of or like a prequel or like a sequel or whatever to something else there's like a whole level that you're kind of missing so I bet that would make it like even yeah more impactful but it's funny because I actually feel like I actively dislike Greek mythology (laughs) (laughs) which I think we talked about this I think you were surprised because I was surprised to find out you really liked it and you were surprised to find out I didn't like it but I I think Maybe it's just an immature perspective because I think growing up, it was just like an annoying thing in class when like you couldn't, I don't know, remember anything or like, I just have a really hard time with remembering names and stuff. And it was funny because one of the places that I interned in college named their conference rooms after Greek mythology. Oh, no way. (laughs) And which is like the least helpful thing ever because like the names (laughs) are all so similar. Like it would be like, oh, are we in like Persephone or like Helios? And you're like, I don't know. Like, so... (laughs) Yeah, That's kind of funny, right. but I'll That's, have to give it a try. Uh, yeah, it, you might you struggle. It? I'm, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can lend you my copy. Yeah, you you might struggle because I love Greek mythology and mm. I did struggle a little, but you know, you never know. It's a good romance. Sometimes yeah. you got to push Power yourself through. to grow. Yeah, exactly. Your comfort zone will kill you. All right, let's move into the main episode topic. We're going to start with our winter bucket list, and then we're going to talk about a few things that are on our list this year in case you're stuck. So, If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the 
amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. So I'll jump right in with the first bucket list item, and for me, it is to get a real tree for the first time. We, I think, are actually going to do this this weekend. Weirdly Dang. enough, they set up – I wanted to go to, like, a real farm, but there mm-hmm. aren't any, like, super close to Boston, and we don't have a ton of time. So I think we're going to – they set up, like, a a farm that grows Christmas trees outside of Boston, sets up in the IHOP parking lot near us. Oh, <laughs> So I think excellent. we're going to go get a tree there. <laughs> but let us know if you have any tips for, like, having a real tree because I never have before. I know you have to, like, water it and have a stand and stuff, so we'll get all of that. But if there's ways to, like, keep it alive longer or anything like that – let a girl know because I'm good with yeah. plants in general, but I've just never, literally never in my life have I had a real tree. So I'm excited to try it out. That's brave. I think I'm going to be a fake tree gal uh, till the end of my time here. Yeah. But I think I need to do it like once. Yeah, that's fair. I think, And if anyone, between the two of us, if anyone was going to do it, it should definitely be you. Because <laughs> you I are also the plant think, master. Like, I, I, when I get a real tree, I feel like you can really tell the quality of fake trees and I don't think I'm at a point right now to like invest in a nice fake tree that like I'd want to have for a long time so I feel like it's going to be like a comparable price to just get a couple real trees for a few years and then like invest in something nice when I can but anyway love that my first item is to create an action plan for new year's resolutions and new habits I'm definitely noticing this is like a little self-reflective but as you guys know I had a bit of a rough 23rd year so I've been very like me focused in my 24th year. But with that, I do think that against the advice that we've even given on the podcast, I was kind of like, I'm going to do a complete 360 and change my whole life, blah, 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 blah. But that's not a way to start new habits because you end up burning yourself out, overwhelming yourself, and then you just revert back to who you were before. So I'm definitely noticing like that I've developed some new habits that I'm proud of. But I think I want to like create an action plan and almost like set up each month of like, if my goal is to like read every night, then that's all I'm going to focus on in January. It's just that goal of making sure Mm -hmm. that I read every night before bed. And then in February, I will continue to read every night before bed and also try to work out five times a week or, you know, whatever the goal is and like add them on that way, take it month by month uh, so that they actually become sustainable because- we tell our listeners all the time that you can't just change everything at once. Like, that's not how you form habits. And here I am going against the advice. So that's my bad. So sorry. <laughs> Listen to the advice we give on the pod and not do as I say, not as I do, because it's not working. Love a baby step. Yeah. <laughs> my next one, this is like such a small thing, but um, I've always seen it on TikTok and I'm very much into the cottage core, like, aesthetic and like lifestyle as a concept (laughs) so (sighs) I want to try it out um I don't know if you guys have seen when people like basically dehydrate oranges for Mm -hmm. a garland like you just Mm -hmm. slice them kind of like I don't know the long way I guess and you lay out the little slices in the oven and you bake them for I think like a pretty long time because they get to be like completely dehydrated yeah um and they sort of turned like they sort of turn like stained glass ish and you put them on a string and you can wrap them around your tree put them on your fireplace it's kind of like a very traditional like holiday thing to do so I want to try it out and I know this would be your worst nightmare because I think it makes your whole like kitchen smell like orange (laughs) so yeah I will not be doing that this holiday (laughs) season um my next one is to try a new Christmassy or holiday baking recipe I actually was recently over Anya's place while Anya wasn't there (laughs) so I was talking to her boyfriend (laughs) um and Anya's boyfriend's really into baking and he was talking to me about baking and I, I love baking. I'm the type of person that prefers baking to cooking. Um, but I've I've never been the type to like be super experimental. Like I like 
the confines of baking and how like you have to do it a certain way otherwise it gets messed up um so I do want to get have a little fun find a, a fun new recipe maybe experiment around with baking and yeah get back into it I'm sure Grant would love to send you one of his recipes. He's oh, like he making his own at this point. So just yeah. send him a text. <laughs> I will. I will. It's going to be dangerous for me this holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my next one is to go ice skating again. So we actually went ice skating on my birthday. If you guys listened to the last episode, you heard a little more about that. We went ice skating in Bryant Park. And I actually used to figure skate as like a child. And I feel like I don't want to say it's like riding a bike because there's definitely like some learning curves. But I felt like by the end, I was finally like, oh, like I feel comfortable doing this again. I thought it was really fun. Um, so I want to like practice a few more times throughout the winter just so that like if I go next year, I'm not starting at like square one again. Yeah. So I think the pond that's like super close to my house, word on the street is they actually uh, kind of like take care of it and make it sort of like an organic little skating area. So maybe I'll try that out or go to like the frog pond in like the Boston Common. But yeah, it was very fun. So I want to incorporate it again. With love and light, I don't want to go ice skating. <laughs> You're like, I actually hate all of your winter bucket list items. Thank you. I will not be participating. <laughs> I don't mean to. No, I don't hate <laughs> ice skating. I'm very glad that we went ice skating. Uh, but my fight or flight was triggered. So <laughs> I need to relax on it. Um, my next one is to do a holiday-themed cocktail competition. I had this on uh, our fall bucket list to do a Halloween one, which I did with my friends. And Honestly, when you're hanging out with your friends, especially when it's like your college friends that you don't see very often, I feel like this is such a fun like idea for what to do with them. You each just like look up a recipe and make a cocktail and it's fun to have it themed. So like we had Halloween, now we would have like a holiday themed one. Um, and then you just, you display it, you all get to drink it and try it. And we rated it on uh, appearance and taste. And then you see who wins the cocktail competition. There's no prize. The prize is <laughs> bragging rights, I guess. Um, but yeah, but I think I'm getting together with my college friends for like a Secret Santa little holiday swap. Um, and I think we're going to do a holiday cocktail competition. So I'm very excited. There are six of us this time, though. So I'm like, six cocktails. Your girl's going <laughs> to be ready for bed. Like, Maybe take a little sip of each one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Small cocktails only. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely want to steal this idea. I also think it's fun because it sort of like forces people to participate in like a potluck style. Like everyone yeah. has to bring something and that way it just makes it easier on like the host and everything like exactly, that. Exactly, so, yeah. Very fun. My next one is to spend some more time at the cabin. So if you're new here, I haven't talked about it in like a while, I don't think, but my boyfriend's family has a cabin um, in the Lakes region of New Hampshire and during COVID and like all of last year, we would spend so much time there. Like any weekend that like we didn't have plans, we'd just be like, want to go to the cabin. And so like we spent so much time there, especially around this time of year last year. Um, I stayed there for like three months in December, three months, three weeks in December yeah. of last year. Um, and it's just so like cozy and like hygge. I don't know if you guys know that whole concept of like <laughs> oh my God. coziness, but it very much emulates that vibe in the winter. And I honestly don't think we've been since September. Like, I think the timing just hasn't really worked out and we live farther away from it now, obviously. So it's a little less justified to go up for like a day like we used to. Mm -hmm. So I want to spend some more time there this winter. Nice. Love a hygge energy. Um, my next one is to read a holiday themed book, which I'm already well on my way because book of the month had a holiday themed book for this month's selection. So that's coming in the mail. I'm like, and now let's talk about our sponsor, Book of the Month. No. I was going to say, the way Book of the Month doesn't sponsor us, but we give them the most airtime. I know. Hi, Book of the Month. I love you so much. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Use code TDH. Yeah. <laughs> no, just Manifesting. kidding. Don't do that. Yeah. No, it won't get you anything. Um, but we're manifesting it. But yeah, no. So it's called The Holiday Swap. Um, it's apparently about two twins that are like going through it during the holidays. And they're like, do you want to switch lives? And they're like, heck yeah. Oh, so yeah. It, the, all the reviews that I read were like, this is like a Hallmark movie in a book. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> so I think it'll be fun. Um, yeah, that sounds excited. fun. Yeah, I read a, they had, I will, they had a Halloween themed book. Halloween and it was fun to read like a spooky well actually it wasn't that spooky it was just about witches it was like a romance about mm. witches but it was still fun yeah it's fun that they do that my next one is to go see 
I put like the Nutcracker or the Boston Pops are just kind of like a wintry like institution. But funny enough, uh, I actually am going to see the Pops this weekend. So I I bought tickets. (laughs) Um, So that's going to be – it's my boyfriend's birthday tomorrow. So we're going tomorrow and he doesn't know we're going. And I don't know if I should like tell him because I don't know if he's like trying to make other plans. So we're going to figure that out. (laughs) Like I don't know at what point in the day to tell him that it's happening that evening. But – should be fun. Um, if you don't know what the pops are, it's like the actually like I don't know if it's the Boston Symphony Orchestra that just does like the Boston Pops show or if the Boston Pops are like a different orchestra, but it's like a pretty famous kind of like Christmassy show to go mm-hmm. see. I think it's like two hours. It's at like Symphony Hall, just like a mm-hmm. fun musical experience. So yeah, yeah. But I love the Nutcracker. I, I do want to like maybe try to go after Christmas because that's actually when it's like the cheapest, like between Christmas and New Year's. So maybe I'll look at that. Nice. Happy birthday to our Sagittarius King. (laughs) My next one is to watch Christmas movies slash just spend some quality time with my family. Obviously, I think, you know, Christmas and the holiday season kind of does get overshadowed by gifts and things like that. But my favorite part is being able to just like spend time with family and, you know, listen to Christmas music, watch Christmas movies, do all of that. Um, so I definitely want to make sure to prioritize that, especially since I am home and, um, yeah. And I recorded because Netflix was rude and took Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas off. I heard that. Yeah. A crime. Whoever made that decision deserves jail time in my opinion, but, um, it would play it on free form. So I recorded that. I don't want to watch it. So beat the system. Don't pay for it. Record it while it's (laughs) playing on TV so that you can just watch it for free. Uh, so I think we're gonna we're gonna watch that. Watch Elf. I watched The Holiday with my mom. So yeah, Polar Express. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that one's on um, HBO Max, I think. Oh, I hate that. Like, I'm so anti the like streaming wars that we have that this day and age. I know, so annoying. I know. I know. We get HBO Max through cable, so it that's the only perk. But mm. and that's on late stage capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My next one is I want to try to make mold wine. I really like making sangria and I feel like this is the winter version of sangria. So if you don't know, mold wine is basically like you mull a bunch of spices and like berries and stuff. And usually mold wine is warm. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I guess red wine is usually room temp, so it's not that crazy. But yeah, I want to do this um, at some point. Maybe like if I have some people over, it could be fun and like put a little like cranberry and like rose merry little garnish and stuff so it should be fun yeah my next one is to nail down my social media strategy um as you guys know I've been taking my Instagram a bit more seriously but if I'm being completely honest it's been like probably exactly two months now yeah that's what I was gonna um, say. which isn't a long time at all and I've mainly been like experimental I obviously like did research into like what you should do but a lot of the time you're given these tips and then it's like but you have to figure out what works for you and sometimes those tips work really really well and sometimes they don't and sometimes they work well for a little bit and then they stop working so it's like it's you're constantly learning and trying to figure out like what works best for you um but I I, so I've been kind of flying by the seat of my pants just trying to like see what works, what doesn't, try different things. Um, But I really want to like nail down, okay, like I'm going to do these five, six things every single time. And I'm going to stick to that for a month or two months and see what happens. Uh, Because that's like the one thing that I haven't done is been like really Mm -hmm. consistent for a very long time to see if that like the ebbs and flows eventually like flatten out into more of just like a linear increase, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's a goal. A resolution. Lots of A-B testing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's on marketing strategy. Yep. <laughs> My next one is to take lots of bubble baths, just baths in general. I love taking baths in the wintertime. And it's funny because like I've um, you know, I guess I have had bathtubs in previous apartments, but it's just always felt weird to take a bath in an apartment. Like I would do it when I would go visit home all the time like that would be like the first thing I did was like take a bath but for some reason I guess when I lived with like multiple other people it felt weird to like take the bathroom for that long or like Mm -hmm. make sure it was clean enough because like you know everyone's using the shower and whatever so I just never like used to do it in my apartments but I actually did it the other day here 
And our water pressure here is insane. So I swear the tub fills up in like three minutes. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, and it was so nice. So I definitely want to take advantage of that this winter. And, you know, now that it's like I have more uh, control and access to the tub, take advantage. Nice. I'm not a bath girl, but I respect that for you. I love that for you. Love a bath. Um, love a bath. My next one is to go on a drive to see the Christmas lights. I feel like this is a pretty common like tradition for, you know, families or friend groups or whatever to go and see the Christmas lights. As far as I know, I don't know of any neighborhoods in my town that are like particularly known. There is one house that puts on like a pretty cool light show, but it's literally like one singular house. It's not the whole neighborhood. So I kind of want to do some like research on whether there's any neighborhoods near me that like are pretty well known for their lights and go see it because I just love them. They're so pretty. People get so, I could never do it. I could never put up lights like, and people dedicate like that. The one house that I'm thinking of, it's like synced up to the music. It's a whole show. Yeah. They have like a radio station you tune to. Yeah. 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 No, it is crazy. Um, and I can't imagine their electric bill. Like they're really doing everyone a service. (laughs) I know. I know. My next one is to get the apartment a little more organized. So obviously we're going to be spending more time inside in the coming months. And I feel like we're decently organized. Like everything has a home, but I would like to maybe go to like the container store and kind of just get like little compartments for everything to live in. Like in my closet, I know where stuff is, but it's not necessarily the most like aesthetically organized. So kind of want to do that. I've also never been to the container store, but there is one like a 10 minute drive. So kind of want to like plan it out, make it a day, reorganize at some point. Should be fun. I know people like that store. So yeah, I've never been, but I feel like I would have a field day in there. It would be the best. I've heard you have to go prepared. I think I watched like a Uh, JC Marie vlog and she was saying like she went unprepared and it was just like overwhelming. But if you know, like if you're going for like this room or like this drawer or like whatever, it's a lot better. So that's my plan. It's good to know. To me, it seems like the Ikea of just like organization. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's a good sense. That's a good metaphor. Um. My next bucket list item is to find a set workout routine. I am just, I've been, again, experimenting, trying to figure out what works best for me. And I think what I need to do is find like two or three things that I enjoy so that I have them on rotation. Because if I've learned anything, it's just that I don't necessarily like doing the same thing every single day. Like I'll go through moments where I'm like, yeah, I'll ride the Peloton every single day this week. And then I'm like, I don't, I'm sick of it. Like I don't want to do it anymore. So I think having like two or three things in rotation will help that and keep me a bit more consistent. So that's the goal. I thought about putting this on mine. So agree. Nice. My last one is, this is questionable, but I put attempt to ski again. (laughs) So (laughs) I used to ski when I was younger, like pretty often when I was like in middle school, I, I was in like the ski club where you would like go, you know, at once a week or whatever to like a different mountain. And it's, I feel like it's sort of like ice skating, like you can remember, but like it takes a couple of times to like get used to it and like comfortable and good at it again. Mm-hmm. And then I had a kind of like, I wouldn't say traumatic experience, but a couple of years ago, um, I went with my boyfriend who like snowboarding is like his favorite sport. Like he like mm-hmm. loves it, looks forward to it, is like actually good at it. And I think I just wanted to be like too... I was too ambitious <laughs> and yeah. I like tried to join him on the trails that he would do when I haven't, I hadn't been in a while and I ended up like falling and it just, I, it kind of freaked me out and I really haven't been since then. So kind of want to try it again, like at my own pace and yeah, maybe I only go down the mountain a few times and it's more of like an apres ski, like chill in the cabin <laughs> yeah. thing, but I do want to try again. And there is a mountain like not too far from uh, the lake house I was talking about. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll, maybe we'll go and I'll nice. just ease back into it good luck with that I've never you're like I also (laughs) would not (laughs) no I'm just it's it's genuinely coming from a place of admiration because I'm like I could never (laughs) like I literally could never would I would break my legs if we're being honest do a little bunny hill yeah I could I could do like the um snowshoe cross country oh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that would be me um, my last one, the last one on our bucket list actually is to take a dance class at our old studio. I actually went and visited not too long ago and our old dance teacher, Sandy, who we've talked about a couple of times on here was like, you should come take a class. And at first I was like, 
that's funny. That's that's funny. But now I'm like, ah, maybe I should go take a class. You should. I think I'll need to stretch for about a week uh, to prepare. <laughs> I haven't taken a dance class since before the pandemic. So, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. I think I need to take a, like, contemporary yeah, class. Yeah, I was going to say, don't do, like, drills. <laughs> yeah, no drills. Crazy Jazz is probably a no. Modern is probably a no. Like, I'm not trying to ballet. Like, get my you don't want to take a ballet class? Anya, when I tell you that, my legs would probably just like <laughs> snap off of my yeah, body. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, that's too, too much. But like a nice, if I like show up on like an improv day, that would be like the most yes. ideal. Um, no, or I if I go idea. to Sandy and say, Sandy, I'm visiting, you should do an improv day today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would work, but. Yeah, so I'm going to try because I do like I miss dancing so much and I my technique is already gone, but I think I'm still in the window of being able to get opportunity. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could also go like more often together, I feel like. Like when you come down to visit or, you know, for the weekend or whatever, like we could definitely go to like the dance complex or something yeah. like that. So. We can be those fun yeah. besties that go to a dance class on like a Saturday morning and people are like, holy That's what crap. I'm saying. They have it together. And we're like, That's do what we? I'm saying. I don't know if we do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we're going to move into just a quick little list of ideas uh, of, of things that we have on our lists this year um, to ask for if you are stuck and we're going to do this pretty rapid fire. So yes. we kind of have it in categories. So the first one is makeup, skincare, kind of like, I don't know, toiletry, self-care type stuff. Yep. And my first one is the Glossier U Perfume. I'm going to be yeah. honest, I've never smelled this. <laughs> but Everyone loves judging it by, Yeah, exactly. Everyone loves it. And judging by the description of the smell, I feel like I would really like it. So I have yeah. it on my list to try. And I also know that the whole point of it is that it like smells a little different on each person. So I'm just curious about it. And it's also a pretty like – affordable perfume by perfume standards in general so yeah yeah my first makeup skincare item is the sephora favorite sparkly clean makeup set i'm a huge fan both for giving and forgetting of like all the makeup kits and um or like little value-sized makeup kits and skincare mm -hmm. kits that come out this time of year i think it's a great way to try new brands um, so this is the one that i specifically put on my list but obviously between sephora and ulta there's a ton of ones that you can choose from. So I would recommend like scrolling through, but I like this one because it has a lip product, a mascara, a blush, two highlighters and a primer. So I'm like, okay, it's basically like a full face of makeup that you can get out of this and work with. Um, and it's supposed to give you that dewy, no makeup makeup look. So I'm very excited. I hope Santa brings it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll also have all these linked below. So you guys can yes. check out exactly what we mean. Um, but for the makeup sets too, I know some people buy them, um, and kind of like distribute them as like stocking stuffers or like little add-ons yes. to like many people's gifts. So yeah, that's also a pro tip. My next thing on my list is a new curling iron. And I did a little bit of research. I knew that I didn't want to invest in anything too crazy, but I have quite literally had the same one since like 2011. I have like the Conair wand. <laughs> um, and so I felt like I could upgrade a little bit, but I'm not like, I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't know enough about hair to like justify getting like the air wrap or anything like that. So I uh, looked online and the Kristen S um, curling irons have really good reviews. So I think I put the like one and a half inch on my list and it's around mm -hmm. 50 bucks. So I think it's just like a nice upgrade, but like nothing too crazy. crazy and yeah. It is actually insane how long hair tools last in general. So I feel like you'll have it I for know. a long time if you ask for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My next one is also hair related. Um, and it's another little like gift set. It's the Olaplex Healthy Hair Essentials. I did click on the link and it's not there. So I'm going to have to do oh, no. some digging on that. But this set had the shampoo, the conditioner, the um, like bonding oil or solution yeah, or something yeah. that it's called. And then I think it's called the Hair Perfector, which is like a leave-in conditioner type of, type of deal. Um, but I've always really wanted to try Olaplex, but obviously it's super expensive. So I feel like this is the best way to like get a sampling of the products to see if you actually like it before spending the money on something. Because if you don't end up liking it, then it's like, okay, I might as well take in my 50 bucks and flush it down the toilet because I don't like the shampoo. <laughs> but I think I'm going to like it. Everyone raves about Olaplex. So yeah, I saw this TikTok where someone's 
boyfriend had been using Olaplex as their body wash. <laughs> and I was like, and and that man. Goodbye. The way the way that I would break up on the spot. Yeah. And like literally. get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next recommendation that I have on my list is uh, some products from Super Goop. So not to be confused with Goop. I feel like a lot of people think no. they're related. They're not. No Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow no. here. Yeah. Um, Super Goop is I think they make makeup as well, but their main thing is really good like SPF products. And I've never tried anything from them, but I know that this is something that I'll use throughout the year. So I put on my list the glow screen, which I believe is just kind of like a glowy uh, base kind of sunscreen layer. And then um, also their part powder, which this is literally the most genius thing I've ever heard because my biggest problem when I leave my home in warm weather is that my part gets absolutely roasted. So it's like I have to either – Slick my hair back or wear like a hat. Um, So I'm really excited. Um, I hope someone gets this for me. And if not, I'm absolutely getting it for myself because that is a need, not a want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's genius. I did look at the reviews and a lot of people said that if you have brown hair, it's not the vibe. I guess it doesn't blend super well, but. Like dry shampoo kind of, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Such is life. Um, My last skincare recommendation is just some starter products from The Ordinary. I feel like especially if you're trying to revamp your skincare routine or if you're new, The Ordinary has really great products that are very cheap and make really good like stocking stuffers. Mm -hmm. So I specifically link to the niacinamide serum and the caffeine solution. I feel like niacinamide is like a very basic serum. I feel like everyone and their mother is using it. Like if you, if you know the name skincare by Hiram, you're probably using a niacinamide serum. Um, so that's a great one. And then I like the caffeine solution for under my eyes. I should have used it before we recorded so I didn't look like uh, someone who just rolled out of bed, uh, but I didn't. So that was my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I do really like it. Yeah. And those are definitely good things to put on your list because they're super budget friendly. So yeah. Yeah. Love it. My well, we're moving into a new category, which is like clothes and accessories. Yeah. And so the th- first thing on the list for me is um, basically I exclusively wear these pants um, most of the time <laughs> in general in my life. It's the Everlane Wide Leg Crop Pants, and I have them in black. And I got them for Christmas a couple years ago, and like they just go with everything. They fit so well. I just absolutely love them. And so I'm just asking for them in like colors that I don't have, which I think is a good tip. Like if you have something that you love from, I don't know, like whether it be like leggings or like an athletic top or a specific jeans or whatever, like just get them in like a different color or wash that you don't have because you know that it's something you're going to use. So I asked for it in bone, which is like an ivory, navy, and then I don't even know how to say this, ochre? Ochre? (laughs) O-C-H-R-E. Is that a color? I don't know. Like a brown. Um, So yeah, ask for something that you know you'll wear in like other colors. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. My first clothing item is the Abrahami straight leg jeans. If you have a TikTok account, you've probably seen the buzz. Everyone and their mother is wearing Abercrombie jeans. I actually do already own a pair, but they're, they're, I own the mom jeans in like a black wash. Um, And I do really like them. They fit super well. So I thankfully had that as like a sizing guide. Um, But yeah, I asked for the ones that are like, you know when the button is like asymmetrical? Like yeah. yeah. I asked for that those um, jeans and then I asked for ones that have like the normal button, but there's like a slit at the bottom of the leg. So yeah, I'm excited. I hope Santa brings that. Denim, please. Thanks, Santa. Yeah. Thanks, Santa. XOXO. My next one is, um, I believe it's pronounced Fall Raven or like Fjall Raven. If you guys have seen these Fjall Raven kankins. Yeah. <laughs> um i think it's a swedish brand i believe and they make uh kind of those like square backpacks Mm -hmm. and i've wanted one of these like it's been on my radar for like quite literally years and i just never have like bought one for myself and they're not like that expensive they're less than a hundred dollars and i personally use mini backpacks all the time like that's my main kind of form of purse in general like I usually need to have like that much stuff on me so yeah um, I was thinking this would be a good thing to throw on there and honestly if nobody gets it for me I'll probably just bite the bullet and do it myself because I've literally wanted one since like freshman year of college so yeah I was thinking the pastel yeah I just love them I don't know why (laughs) I think they're so cute um I was thinking the pastel lavender or the mint green but honestly all their colors are really cute so if you need a little backpack or like purse type accessory a little backpack 
Um, my last, it's a shoe suggestion, is the black platform Converse. I feel like everyone and their mother has these Converse. And truthfully, I've noticed in my own wardrobe that I wish I had a black sneaker. I have white sneakers to, mm. you know, train an army, but I don't have any like good solid. I have a pair of high top black Vans um, from when that was a thing, but they're just not really doing them doing it for me anymore so I did put these on my list and I hope I get them platform shoes are just the move now like I don't accept anything that isn't a platform anymore so just trying to get that height I feel that we're both like five four if you guys are wondering yeah you're a little taller I think but I'm five four and three quarters it's no big deal (laughs) and I'm like five three and three quarters and I round up yeah yeah (laughs) So now we're moving into the kind of like home category. And the first thing that I have on here is like a little bit of a splurge, but um, it's the it's a kettle from Breville. And they have these exact kettles at my work and I just love them. So it's a really quick boil kettle and it also has different settings for different teas um, because tea is supposed to be made at different temperatures depending what it is. And you guys know I love tea. So I think this would be like a very nice quality of life upgrade because I literally drink like over six cups of tea a day. Like I'm always using my kettle, Um, but I'm not too particular that it's this exact one. It's just one that I know is good. I just really want a kettle with like different like temperature settings. So nice. My first home suggestion is an air fryer. I'm not asking for this because I have one and it is my lifeline. I would lay down my life for my air fryer. Um, I couldn't find the exact one I have. And if I'm being honest, I know I could probably get a better air fryer with love and light. I love my air fryer, <laughs> but I know that like I, if I like splurge a little bit, I could probably get a really good air fryer um, and be like, oh my God, that last one was nothing. This is my dream. But I ended up finding one on Amazon that had really good reviews. Um, and that was a pretty, I believe it's around $50. So reasonable price point, good reviews. Um, and it comes in some cute colors. So I'll link Ooh. that one instead of the one that I have. Cause like I said, we got it a couple years ago. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like not sold anymore. Like it's a new version yeah. and I just couldn't find it. The hold the air fryers have on Kylie. I don't I'm, know what I was unmatched. I don't know what I was doing <laughs> beforehand. Like how was I feeding myself beforehand? I don't know. <laughs> My next one, and this is also more of like a splurge item, and I'll definitely buy this for myself if I don't get one, because I need one. Um, is a new desk chair. So my desk chair that I'm sitting in now and literally always, because I mostly work from home, is was kind of like a hand-me-down. Like I just took an extra one that we had at my house and a a couple of the things are broken. Like you can't adjust the height of it anymore and it's probably just not the best for like my back sitting in all day. Um, And so I kind of want one of the ones that's like, you know, the ones that are just kind of lighter, like almost like mesh and like there's more airflow and has like head support, something like that. Um, Just like something more ergonomic I think would be good good for quality of life. So um, I'll just – invest in one of these myself if uh if nobody gets it for me because I think I think I need one like I literally like how many hours do we sit in our desk chairs now that we were home so it's a need yeah for sure my next one I guess it's kind of twofold um I specifically am linking to a target blanket that everyone is saying is a barefoot a barefoot dreams I wrote it wrong and now I'm saying it wrong barefoot dreams dupe um, which I've never owned a Barefoot Dreams blanket, mm-hmm. but they're apparently super, super soft and cozy and people love them, but they are pretty expensive. I believe they're around $100. Um, so Target came out with ones that are $25 and everyone says that they're like exactly like the Barefoot Dreams. So if you're looking to splurge and you want like the legit Barefoot Dreams, by all means, don't let me stop you. But if you're looking for a more like affordable, budget-friendly alternative that will get you like the same feel, then I would definitely recommend checking out the Target one. I really want one of these blankets. They seem so cozy. Blankets in general are such a good thing to put on your list because I feel like you can just never have enough. True. Um, I have felt the Barefoot Dreams one. I was in a Nordstrom rack and they had it and it is quite soft. But if you do want a real one, check Nordstrom rack because they are some percent off. Yeah. My next one and the last one in this category is a tofu press. I didn't oh. know these existed. <laughs> I think really? I saw it on some – no. I just thought everyone like stacked weird books and heavy you know, <laughs> pots and stuff to press their tofu. Yeah. So um, it might be like a gimmicky 
sort of like kitchen appliance you don't use too often. I'm not sure, but I want to try it out. I just literally didn't even know these existed and I make tofu like at least once a week. So it might be kind of fun. Yeah. I think, yeah, I was going to say if you eat tofu or like are a vegetarian like us, it's probably a lot less gimmicky, but yeah, (laughs) if if you're not vegetarian or you don't often eat tofu, then it probably doesn't make sense to get it. Yeah. No, but my tofu pressing situation is chaos. Oh, it's always chaotic. My parents are always like, what are you, what's going on here? What you doing? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, let it sit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Moving into, I guess this is kind of like the miscellaneous category. Yeah. Um, The first one for me is a Kindle paper white. So I know Kylie won't agree with me on this one because you like to have the physical books. Um, but I've mostly been going to the library recently, which I do enjoy, but I think one kind of issue I've identified is I don't often get to read the books that I want to immediately. Like, yeah, I get on a wait list and then I get a text when it's ready, which is, you know, still quite a luxury and nice, but it could be like weeks later. Um, and so I think it would be kind of cool to get a Kindle. My dad has one and I was, um, kind of experimenting it with it while we were in Florida. And I think there's just a lot of features about it that are really cool. Like, it's waterproof. So like I could read it in the bath and not worry too much. And you can change, you know, the font size and like bookmark things. And I just think there's a lot of cool features and they always kind of run like a promotion during the holidays Mm -hmm. where you get like four months free of like their library basically. So I think it ends up being like a really good deal. So we'll see. It was kind of a recent addition to my list once we were in Florida and I saw him using his and like, it was just, it seemed really convenient. So kind of interested. Yeah, I will say, pro tip, you can get the Kindle, if you have an iPad, you can get the Kindle app um, Mm -hmm. and through Amazon get books. And I do really want to try reading a book on my iPad because I understand the convenience of a Kindle. Like, conceptually, Kindles are, like, amazing for readers, but I do like the physical book. I think the only thing about um, the iPad versus the Kindle is that the Kindle is, like, not backlit, so it's more like a book looking like you're not going to get like blue light fatigue whereas you would from an ipad so yeah pros and cons but yeah what can you do my next one is and i don't know how to pronounce it i think it's base that's how i would pronounce it base yeah i'm so sorry i'm uncultured b-e-i-s is how it's spelled um and it's their cosmetic bag so this is shay mitchell's brand um she's an icon she's a legend and i ordered this for myself on black friday actually I got the black one and it's just, it's like a nice, like decent sized case. It comes with a mirror and it, that like flips and stands up on its own. And it comes with a detachable pouch that on one side just has like a zipper pouch that you can put stuff in. And on the other side has a spot to hold your makeup brushes. And it's supposed to be really, really easy to clean. And like people just rave about it. I was influenced by the, what we said podcast. They were talking about it Mm -hmm. on their holiday gift guide. And I was like, say less, I'll get it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it hasn't come in yet. So I, I, I imagine that it'll be a favorite in an upcoming episode. So this isn't the last that you're going to hear of this cosmetic bag. I'm very excited. Yeah. I think having the mirror is huge because you're always trying to yeah. use like the tiny mirror on like your highlighter or something. So works out. Yep. This one's pretty random, but it's basically like a bougie dry erase <laughs> um, <laughs> board that I saw. And so it's made of glass and it, um, sits on your desk kind of like easel style And I just realized like I jot down just quick notes that I want to remember to do like before I log off or something like that. And I end up wasting kind of a lot of paper. Um, And so I think for things that don't really need to be like preserved for longevity, they're just kind of like quick notes for myself. I think that would be kind of nice to have. I know someone that has um, a different version of this brand's kind of easels and it just looks like sleek, seems handy. So a good like work from home item to think about asking for. Yeah, I like that. My next one, again, if they want to sponsor us, by all means, Mm -hmm. but it is a book of the month subscription. And I can attest as someone who received that as a gift by none other than Anya. Um, Your very own. Yeah. It honestly, like it was, it's probably one of my favorite gifts that I've gotten, like as an adult. It it was really nice to be able to like try out a subscription. And I actually, fun fact, not to ruin the allure of Christmas, Um, But I did ask for like an extended subscription for my parents for Christmas. Um, And I know I'm getting it because I bought it with their card because my mom couldn't figure out the website. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, I think it makes a really great gift. Um, Anya got me the three month version of it. And so I literally just got three credits and I could use it either on that month's 
selections or I could use it on any add-ons. Um, and even if you use your credit on a like one of the monthly picks, you can get any add-on for $9.99 in their hardcover. So I feel like that's a really good, yeah, that deal. Is a good deal. So if you have someone who loves reading in their life, in your life, then definitely consider getting them one of these. So do you have it for like the next six months now? Yeah. Yeah. I got the six month one. Love it. And then I think it'll be right around to my birthday. So I'm going to be asking someone to get me <laughs> an extended subscription for my birthday. Let's see how long I can do it without having to pay myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is sort of random, but it's an Adobe Lightroom subscription. And I was just thinking about um, you know, I, I, you guys know I have like my nice camera and I like to put together videos and that kind of thing. And I think it would be a big glow up to have a better like platform. So, um, yeah, if there's any like subscriptions that you use or I guess like programs, I'm trying to think of other examples, like maybe like Photoshop, like I know Photoshop is part of, um, this package, but if there's anything like that in your life that you use often for yourself or like if you have like Canva pro, like just asking someone to like pay for that. Um, is an easy, easy ask. So I like it. I like it. My last one is not like a specific thing, but if you have someone in your life that's like into a certain event or like has been wanting to see a certain show or things like that, getting them a ticket, like essentially buying them some sort of experience. And obviously you're going to need to like find what's applicable for the people on your list. Um, but I, I feel like experiences are always a great gift. Um, you know, they're a lot more like not valuable in my opinion, but like you always end up loving experiences more than like tangible material things. I feel like at least mm -hmm. that's I feel like how we are. Um, so if you have someone who like, you know, has been wanting to, you know, see a certain concert or see a certain Broadway show or whatever it may be, um, I think getting them tickets or like something that makes it easier for them to have that experience uh, is a good idea. Love it. All right. So now we're just going to end off with some gift card ideas. If you want to throw these on your list, the first one uh, for me, I'm going to ask for a gift card to the salon that I go to just because I know I'm going to use this like throughout the year at some point. So if you always go to the same salon or like if you've, I don't know, wanted to get like a facial or like that kind of thing. Um, it's always nice to have like some self-care that isn't on your dime. So that's one idea. For sure. My next one is a Target gift card um, because every white girl knows that when you walk into a Target, you're not leaving without spending at least $70. Um, so if you have a gift card, it makes it feel a little better. So if you know someone who goes to Target a lot, it's clap. I would be stoked to get a Target gift card. Yeah. And it's also like, it's nice because you can spend it on fun stuff, but people also could spend yeah. it on like essentials if they wanted yeah. to. True versatile. Yes. Uh, another gift card that I have on my list is a Savers gift card. So I think, I don't know if Savers is throughout the country, but for us, it's like our local thrift store chain. And you guys know we love thrifting. So I knew that I would use something like this. So if there's a store that you visit or like a thrift store that you go to a lot, try it out. Yeah, for sure. My next one is a TJ Maxx slash TJX gift card. I know that like they do specific like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods type of gift cards, but they also do ones that you can use anywhere um, or at any of like the TJX stores, I should say. Uh, so I feel like, again, if you have someone in your life that is a Maxinista who love, who can't get enough of the TJX <laughs> uh, franchise, if that's the right word, um, then definitely getting them one of these. I personally would recommend probably like the general TJX one because then they can use it wherever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been gifted these before. And again, I was super stoked. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Something that I feel like I always end up getting and I'm always very grateful for. So I have on my list for this year is a Trader Joe's gift card. Yeah. Trader Joe's is still like the main place that I do my grocery shopping. We do go to yeah. like a regular grocery store for some other like, I don't know, things that don't make sense to get at Trader Joe's, but for the most part, I do go here every week. So it's nice to have like, you know, your week's groceries covered. It's a nice yeah. gift to give someone and a nice gift to receive. Sure. 
And then my last item is getting a gift card to whoever you're giving the gift to their favorite small business or a small business that you think they would really, really love. Um, Cause again, our last episode, we did a holiday gift guide and we talked about all of our favorite small businesses. And I feel like a lot of the stuff we're talking about here isn't necessarily conducive to small businesses. Like we are talking about like bigger brands and things like that, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm glad that we have that both um, we're talking about like both types of gifts, but I think getting a gift card to a small business is number one, a great way to support small businesses and a great way to help your friend like discover a new business or buy from one that they've been loving. True. Very true. And it might like give them the push to explore a store that they like wouldn't otherwise try. Yeah, exactly. And my last gift card recommendation and the last, uh, gift of this episode is an Airbnb gift card. And I'm considering getting this for some people in my life just because I think everyone could use a getaway after the last couple of years that we've had, whether it be somewhere far away or somewhere just close by. Like I think having an Airbnb gift card could be the push someone needs to like just go on a little weekend trip and, you know, escape reality for a couple of days. So I do have this on my list as well. And I think it's tough because like in order for it to cover like a significant amount of the trip, it kind of has to be like at least a hundred dollars, but I don't know. I think it's nice to just have like a little bit, um, a little bit of a discount. And also it does kind of push you to like book a trip if maybe that wasn't on your mind beforehand. So yeah. Yeah. And there it is our bucket list and some ideas. So hopefully between the, our small business gift guide and this list, you're feeling set and ready to buy gifts and just enjoy the holiday season. This is my favorite time of year. So I am very excited to be in it and to start working on our bucket list. But yeah, so make sure to follow us on Instagram at two degrees hotter. Go leave us a suggestion in our anonymous suggestion box. You can leave literally anything there, episode ideas, um, critiques, compliments, anything. We don't care. Secrets. Um, <laughs> secrets. <laughs> but if you if you want to tell us something and you don't want us to know it's you, by all means, please leave it in our anonymous suggestion box. Or if you don't care about it being anonymous, you can always DM us on Instagram and make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out a ton and helps people uh, who would really love our show see our show. So yeah, I think that's all the housekeeping. I think so. So we will chat with you guys next Tuesday. Have a great week. Bye, guys.